Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in Outkick the Coverage Podcast Friday edition. Want to let you know that in addition to enjoying this, we got a bunch of guests for you. Uh, Jeff Schwartz and my guy Chad Withrow will be talking about Game 4 NBA Finals. We'll be talking about Stanley Cup, big win for the St. Louis Blues in Game 5, and also big contract for Carson Wentz. Plus, how do you respond to the minority owner of the Golden State Warriors who shoved Kyle Lowry? All that discussion still to come on today's show, but... I want to make sure you guys know about my new Wins and Losses podcast. Shannon Terry is the guest. He has sold after founding both Rivals and 24-7 Sports, each of those companies, for $100 million plus. How did he do it? How did he create these sports media companies with such a value? Big interview with him, taking us through his entire career. I think you guys are going to love it. We also have Jason Whitlock up. I'm telling you, if you want a good, long-form, interesting conversation that I think you guys are going to enjoy, those are two conversations you're not going to want to miss. Jason Whitlock and Shannon Terry. Wins and Losses is the podcast. Search it out. Uh, I am Clay Travis. In the meantime, here is today's Friday Outkick Show. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios. It's time for game four of the NBA Finals, and boy, oh boy, is it a big one. I am on the Warriors minus five and a half. I have uh, been on fire gambling this week on Lock It In. I think the Warriors are going to come out and win by 10 points. I love, love, love Clay Thompson at over 17 and a half points in this game. I think he's going to be the equivalent of if you watch wrestling when there's a tag team match and one guy's getting his ass beat in the ring 
and the other guy really is desperately hoping that he's going to get tagged because he's fresh and he's ready to come in. I think Clay Thompson's going to go off. Uh, I think he's going to come out hot. It wouldn't surprise me if he has over 17.5 points by halftime. I think Steph will continue to play well. I think the Warriors find a way to win up their defensive intensity. One thing I might be looking forward uh, towards happening here, I think Andrew Bogut. The Warriors need to play Andrew Bogut more minutes than they're playing DeMarcus Cousins because DeMarcus Cousins is not back fully healthy. I mean, if you watched game three, he could barely jump. I mean, he could barely leave the floor. He looks like an old man at the Y playing basketball at the age of 55 years old with a bunch of younger guys. And uh, everybody else is too quick for him. He was one for seven from the floor. I know he played decently in game two, uh, but I think that was an aberration so far. I don't feel good about his opportunities and abilities to play at a high level. But Andrew Bogut, I think defensively, the best moments that the Warriors had in the game were with him on the court. He can he can finish right by the rim, still athletic enough. Draymond Green, in particular, seems to find him well by the rim. I think you need more minutes from Andrew Bogut. I think he's a better defensive option. Less minutes from DeMarcus Cousins. You need Klay Thompson to come out and play well. And Draymond Green, frankly, has not played very well in this series. He was, he and Steph Curry, a revelation against the Portland Trailblazers. By and large, Draymond Green has not performed at a very high level in this game so far. So I think the Warriors need to figure out what's going on, need to get everything in working order. I think they will. I think they win by over five and a half. I think Klay Thompson goes over 17.5 points. I think this is going to be a uh, a good win for the Warriors. If they lose, big swing game, right? I mean, this could be potentially the end of the Warrior dynasty because when you break it down, if the Warriors lose this game, go down 3-1, might be the last game they ever play in Oracle Arena because they're moving to the Bay Area and moving to San Francisco to that new arena. If Kevin Durant decided to leave, I'm not sure what's going to happen in the NBA elsewhere, but if Kevin Durant decides to leave, you're back to the old Splash Brothers. Andre Iguodala at times can give you a few good minutes. I don't think he has much left. I don't think Sean Livingston has much less. This could be the last stand for the Warrior dynasty if they were to lose and go down 3-1. I'm also now not that optimistic, honestly, that Kevin Durant is going to come back at all. This whole situation seems strange. It seems odd to me that he would not be able to play in Oracle, and then you're going to get him on a plane. He's going to fly halfway across the country, and he's going to make his debut on the road against the Toronto Raptors. At this point in time, I think the Warriors have to plan on trying to win this series without Kevin Durant. And so uh, I think they do win this one. We get into a three-game playoff, but I still think now, I really do, that the value is on the Raptors. I would bet on the Raptors to win this series if I had to choose who's going to win the series right now. And that's uh, in the wake of Game 3, and now as we get ready for Game 4 and Kevin Durant hasn't been cleared, this is the first time in the entire series that I have said, you know what, I actually think the Raptors are going to get this thing done. I think they're going to find a way to win. When we come back, I'm going to bring in the crew. We're going to dive into this uh, situation that happened off the court with the uh, minority owner of the Warriors. The minority owner, what a phrase that is, uh, given all the controversy that has surrounded the phrase owner in general. What should happen to him? What's the uh, appropriate outcome? I'll also open up the phone lines for the first time. We haven't taken calls in a while. 877-996-6369, the outkick jury. What should be the penalty that this, uh, this gentleman faces for the shove of Kyle Lowry? He's been suspended for a year 
fined $500,000 from the team. Is that the right amount? We'll bring in the crew and find out what we think about that as well. I am Clay Travis. You are listening to Outkick the Coverage. We are hanging out with you. I hope all of you are having fantastic Fridays wherever you may be across the country. Thanks for hanging with us here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Live from the Geico Outkick Studios. Uh, if you're just waking up with us, several different stories that we are tracking as we get ready for Game 4 of the NBA Finals tonight. The Golden State Warriors in what I think it's fair to call a must-win game against the Toronto Raptors down 2-1 in that series. The last night, 
Game 5, electric. Electric Stanley Cup environment in Boston. The Boston Bruins hosting the St. Louis Blues, and the Blues went on the road and got it done, thanks partly to a major officiating error uh, that uh, allowed the Blues to get a second goal, go up 2-0. What happens, of course, the Bruins come back and get another goal. We should have been tied 1-1, headed into overtime if this game had been accurately officiated. Eddie Garcia, scale of 1-10, to how bad of an officiating error was this? Uh, I would have to go an 8. Pretty bad. Yeah. On the biggest stage of them all. So the result is... Uh, from a positive perspective, the St. Louis Blues, who were the victim of probably a 10 on the missed officiating scale, is that fair, in game three when they lost to the Sharks? Yeah, the hand pass was a 10, yeah. Yeah, hand pass was a 10. So Blues fans out there, I saw a lot of them in my mentions when I tweeted about this game. They were like, we don't care. We were due for a break. Uh, Bruins fans were throwing down lots of things onto the ice. Did you see the brawl that has already gone viral from the upper deck uh, featuring two Bruins fans or like eight Bruins fans more accurately? I did, Uh, yes. That was was, the guy got a full-on beer bath and then uh, went after the guy that that, that doused him. But uh, yeah, that that was the uh, the bad vibes there in in Boston after that call and coming up short, uh, no doubt about it. So the uh, cheapest ticket right now to get in is $2,000 in the St. Louis Blues Arena for Sunday night's game. Six, where they could win their first ever Stanley Cup. They have only won at home in St. Louis before one home playoff game. They won game four after going down 2-1 in this series. If you are a Golden State Warrior fan, this is what you'd like to see happen in your own uh, series, right? You come out, it's almost mirroring so far, right? You lose game one, win game two, the Blues did. Lose game three at home, then come back and win game four, game five. Can they close it out with game six? That's what Draymond Green said he was hoping to be able to do. Carson Wentz, another big story we didn't touch on very much in hour one, gets a huge contract extension uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. This, to me, is a little bit risky, right? And it's all predicated on Wentz's health. So far, Wentz has not been able to finish a complete season in a couple of years. You must feel good about his back. You must feel good about his recovery from the knee injury in order to give him this kind of guaranteed money. You let Nick Foles walk in exchange for nothing, and now you've made the decision. You know what? We're willing to give Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers-type money over $30 million-plus per year Again, this to me comes down to how healthy is Carson Wentz going to be and what is going to be going forward his opportunity there. Also, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, if I'm some of these young guys out there that have uh, contracts coming down the line, how much money are they going to get? I think there's a good chance Patrick Mahomes is your first $40 million a year quarterback. Dak Prescott, how much are the Cowboys going to guarantee to him? I think Dak's going to want at least $30 million guaranteed, particularly because he's playing under uh, a rookie contract that didn't pay him anywhere near uh, what the market value would typically be for a quarterback. So uh, those are stories worth paying attention to in the NFL universe. We're going to talk to Jeff Schwartz next segment. And so I will ask him what he thinks about that big contract for Carson Wentz when we bring him in. Uh, Drama off the court. We had the Beyonce uh, scrunched up face, angry look. A woman who tries to find out whether Jay-Z wants vodka in his lime or not, and she ends up being destroyed on the internet because people think she upset Beyonce, which is wild. And then we have 
the drama surrounding the owner, uh, one of the uh, minority owners of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, if you watched Game 3 late in the fourth quarter, I don't know, what about eight or nine minutes left probably in the fourth quarter, maybe even less, uh, Kyle Lowry goes into the crowd, runs into some people, and this guy shoves uh, Kyle Lowry. Shoves is probably a little bit of an exaggeration. There was not a lot of uh, vim and vigor and vitality in this shove. It's not like it was a chest-to-chest shove or something. Lowry was angry, um, and uh, the guy has now been, subsequently we find out that he's a minority owner sitting courtside. He has now been uh, fined $500,000 and also been banned from the team for a year he is worth $2.3 billion, this guy is, billion with a B. So uh, so the impact there is uh, relatively inconsequential from a dollar figure perspective. Uh, I watched this, I went back and watched it, and I always kind of think about what the precedent is that we're setting. So I'll tell you exactly what I think about this. Um, much like I said, hey, Kareem Hunt des- deserves to come back and play football. Uh, I-, I am a guy who believes in not throwing the book at someone uh, the first time that we know that they have an incident. So long as this guy has never had any incident before, I think this is a relatively inconsequential thing. I think people who are demanding that he be banned for life or that he have to sell his stake in the team are crazy. Um, by by the way, uh, I saw Darren Ravel tweeted out that the team value has increased by five times since he bought his share of the Golden State Warriors. So at a minimum, he's just going to make a lot more money if you make him sell this team uh, stock. I think, personally, if I were in charge, I think the NBA's handled this pretty well. Uh, I don't know about the one-year suspension, because I think that's kind of inconsequential in the grand scheme of things. I would be more inclined to find this guy a substantial amount of money and have him make the donation to Kyle Lowry's uh, uh, charity. I also don't know, again, this is my general position in life, why people want to be victims so much. This was not that grand of a uh, issue to me in an NBA game. When you go back and watch it, Drake got into a screaming match with uh, with Draymond Green after game one. Drake is a representative of the NBA. If Draymond Green ran into the crowd and dove in next to Drake and Drake shoved him like that, would Drake be banned for life uh, from an NBA arena. I think there's a 0% chance of it happening. I also don't like the idea of banning people for life. I think it sets a bad precedent uh, in general, no matter who the person is. So my solution here would be find this guy a substantial sum of money, have him donate to Kyle Lowry's charity. He's publicly apologized. Have him uh, actually create some good out of it. If I'm Kyle Lowry, and I get $500,000 or a million dollars donated to my charity, and I can take uh, that money and do something good with it. To that, to me, that seems like an adequate resolution of this situation. Danny G, what would you do if you were Adam Silver? Well, it's interesting. First of all, I think it's ironic that we have owners in the news when earlier in the week the word owner in the NBA yes, that was is, a news that story. is certainly. Well, right, even worse, this is a minority owner, right, which makes right. it sound like he actually owned. I think we made but fun Clay, of the phrase minority owner. Yeah, but the majority owner, Joe Lacob, that's his wife, Nicole Curran. The that lady was in who, the Beyonce controversy. Yes. So yeah. here we have the majority owner's wife in the news because of her taking Jay-Z's drink order. And then now... For taking... That's, by the way, yes. what the internet has created. <laughs> you take a drink order 
and you end up getting death threats on the internet. That's how people react now to videos that they have no concept of what the overall uh, context is. There's a 10-second video, and people lose their minds. And she's actually serving Jay-Z. Like, she's saying, hey, do you you want – he's getting a vodka water, and she's asking him if he wants a lime – and the internet like loses its mind, and she has to shut down her social media accounts because Beyonce wrinkled her face during the course of that conversation. <laughs> oh man! And it just shows you that Beyonce needs a she needs a glass of humble something because she was she was big timing the owner's wife. She's waving to a player on the court and doing all that, and she just didn't want to be interrupted. That's the way I took that. So this Mark Stevens guy, though, you got no business touching a player, and I, I don't think it's some heinous crime where he needs to be banned for a couple of years and he can't go to the new arena there in San Francisco or anything like that. But you're a billionaire. You're sitting there right in the front. You can't put your hands on a player. And the the lady in the yellow shirt, by the way, of that video where Lowry crashed into the front row, that lady in the second row in the yellow shirt, she took the brunt of the blow. No one's talking about her. But here's Stevens in the front. Lowry didn't crash into him. He didn't, you know, he didn't spill this guy's drink. He didn't say anything. Stevens didn't uh, have any kind of reason to do this to Lowry. The interesting thing I saw all over TV, sports media yesterday, was the LeBron James effect. Did you see this? How there was only a, we're going to not let him attend any more NBA Finals games for the rest of the series. And then LeBron got on social media and made a statement about it. And right after that, Adam Silver came out and said, you know what? A year, this guy is banned half a million dollars. To be fair, I think the Warriors had initially said he's not going to return to any more finals games this year. Right, right. And then the NBA also gets their bite of the apple. But yeah, LeBron is perpetually aggrieved. He's always upset. He always wants to be in the limelight, right? He's not in the playoffs. And so he decides to get involved in this. To me, this is a, this is a, a, a relatively minor story. Um, that to me, if you donate uh, a substantial amount of sum of money to charity, there's actually a positive that comes out of it. And I don't think we need to act like every single minor incident is, you know, the equivalent of a uh, of a war that needs to break out between uh, people on different sides of the opinion here. To me, Adam Silver handled this fine. A year suspension probably seems extreme, but I will say when you sit courtside. Uh, one of the downsides of sitting on the front row, and the only downside I can think of to having perfect seats for a basketball game, is people might run into you. I would genuinely like to know what happened here that made this guy uh, angry. Was he drunk? It's possible that he's got alcohol issues, right? I mean, that would not be a, 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 a stunner. Um, there have been a lot. If you've ever been out to a bar drunk guy who's had too much to drink and you bump into him even if you haven't done anything wrong how many times have fights started in crowded bars when somebody bumps into somebody else and they haven't done anything wrong at all right I mean this happens all the time when you put alcohol into it Lance said maybe he had a lot of money on the Warriors uh, and he was upset over the way the game was going I think certainly the fact that the Raptors were winning probably factors into his reaction Maybe, maybe, who knows? There had been, uh, you know, sometimes people get into it Spike Lee style or Drake style where there's there's conversation going back and forth. Maybe they had been going back and forth in some way. Maybe he had said something or Lowry had said something to him earlier in the game. I don't know. Uh, but I actually would like to know what he was thinking 
when he made the decision to shove Kyle Lowry? I don't know the answer, but I would just like to get into his mind. My bet is alcohol. Al- alcohol is my bet because it makes guys bow up and do dumb things. And so if I were betting, I would bet that he had too many drinks courtside. And when Lowry ran into him, he just reacted like a lot of angry men do when they've had too much alcohol and just shoved him for getting where he was. That would be my guess. But what do you think? Do you think one year and $500,000 seems like a decent response from Adam Silver? Yeah, he had to do that because of There's the, no way you can ban him for life, right? That would be an ex- a ridiculous yeah, overreaction. That would have been way overboard. But because of the malice in the palace and things we've seen in other sports throughout the years, when fans get on the field or touch a player, uh, the tennis match that you've talked about in the, in the past, uh, her name is... Monica Sellis. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Man, there's been some really bad situations. Yeah, there's now, there's yeah, a big difference can't... between stabbing somebody with a butcher knife and and shoving them on the sideline. So, for sure. I'm not, I, com- I think... I'm not comparing the two, but I'm saying that's what they are thinking about when they are making some of these rules as far as the fans' interaction with players. And, and by the way, for people on the other side, if Kyle Lowry had shoved this guy, I would not want him suspended, and I wouldn't even think it was really worthy of a fine. Like, I would understand if the NBA fined him something because you can't have uh, players doing that either. Yeah. But, God, there's no way on earth that I would think that Kyle Lowry should miss any basketball games if you just flipped the scenario and he had shoved the guy in the same way that the guy shoved well, him. So, and, Clay, the reason I take it to an extreme like that is because yesterday on Speak for Yourself, Kendrick Perkins said that he is proud of Lowry because if he had been pushed like that, he said he would have punched Stevens in the face. Well, so first of all, that is an insanely dumb reaction by Kendrick Perkins. But there are right? some I mean, hothead players that would do something like that if they're right, touched. Right, but, but that's on them. You can't accelerate a scenario that isn't that extreme. And I would say this for everybody out there, right? Like, there's always the guy who's like, oh, I would have fought him. Like, you should, as a grown man, only throw a punch at another grown man if you are in danger for your life or one of your loved ones is in danger. That's my personal belief. Like, I'm 40 years old. If I get into a fist fight with somebody, it's going to be because I am in physical danger or because there is physical danger towards someone that I care about, right? Uh, I I will only respond in that way in self-defense. So taking a relatively innocuous and minor thing, which was that shove, and accelerating it to, I'm going to try to knock you out, is insanely stupid to me. Um, And so anybody who took that next step, granted, some people are stupid and they take that next step, and that's why you shouldn't have physical interaction at all. But that in and of itself is stupid. And by the way, I don't really buy that Kendrick Perkins would have thrown a punch at him because how many times do we actually see NBA players shove each other and just get in each other's face yeah, and not do anything? Yeah. And those guys are at least physical equals. Do you think that, that uh, anybody is actually threatened by a, who's a pro athlete on the basketball court by a 55-year-old venture capitalist who's sitting courtside in jeans and a button-down. I mean, if you're not going to fight somebody who is your physical equal, who just shoved you down or knocked you in a hard way in a foul in an NBA game, we've seen so many times like these shoving incidents and everybody just kind of staring each other down, then I, I don't think that anybody, by and large, who's very intelligent or very thoughtful in the way that they respond, which... Thankfully, it appears most NBA players are now when you get, like, when's the last time we had a whole-scale 
full-on brawl in the NBA. I don't even remember the last time we saw two legitimate punches hardly exchanged in an NBA game. I just I don't buy that. I think people like to say, oh, if that would have happened to me, I would have I would have knocked him out. But I think the reality is most people would not even remotely think about doing that, especially in the middle of the game. Uh, all right, what would you do uh, in this situation, Eddie Garcia? Is this the a- accurate way to solve it? I would say so. I, I would even, as far as the suspension goes, I would just say his courtside privileges are, are gone for a year. Yeah, that's if not he, a bad If he wants either. to sit up in the press box, that's fine. But he has, like I said, he's uh, shown that he can't control himself when he's down on the floor, so he'll have to go sit somewhere else. Um, I, did, I did think it was interesting that you know the news came out as far as his title that he was an investor. They called they they titled him an investor because the Warriors are one of these teams that got rid of the owner uh, moniker, right? And yet yeah. the media was coming out saying, "No, don't call him an investor. He's an owner because they're trying <laughs> they're trying to minimize calling him an investor, but he's actually that's an really, owner." I thought that was really hilarious. Funny. Yeah, that's a great point. The media, the media out there who were like, oh, we can't ever use the word owner because it's racially insensitive. The Warriors try to call him an investor, and all the media reports immediately call him an owner. When and it's, when it's convenient. Him, when yeah, it's convenient. Didn't just call him an owner, called him a minority owner, which actually makes him sound like oh! a slaveholder. Uh, what about you, Roberto? What would your solution have been? I, I, I think he got what he deserved. Uh just the way he he shoved Lowry. Lowry wasn't even nowhere next to him. I, just, I think it was just uncalled for. He got what he deserved, but uh, nothing nothing further. Yeah, I do. I do think that certainly banning him from courtside seats makes more sense than banning him from for a year from the arena or whatever. Just don't ever let him sit in courtside seats again. I mean, I, I think that's a very valid response. You know, you've shown that you don't deserve that privilege. Um, it would be funny if he was suspended for a year. And which theoretically would mean he'd be eligible, I guess, to come back in what, like game three of the NBA Finals next year? Like, how does the year suspension work? Does it not start till the end of this year? Or, but if it, but if he came back and in the first game that he was back, he shoved somebody else again, I actually think that would turn He'll into be back a pretty in funny time for the story. Playoffs. That time. Yeah, like I mean, like he just legitimately can't control himself. First game back, somebody runs into him and he shoves him again. Then I actually think the story kind of turns funny. And I agree uh, with you. I don't think I don't think Kedrick Perkins would have punched the guy in the face either. I don't. I, I mean, don't. I don't understand all these people. Like, oh, if you would bump bump, if that guy would, like some people are like, oh, what would have happened if that would have happened on the street? If somebody would have lightly shoved me, like if you're on the sub, like what would happen if that was on the subway? I would knock him out. I'm like, really? Like, who are these people that are just like, hey, you b- randomly bump into somebody, and then your first thought is, I got to knock that dude out? I, like, also, I also saw LeBron James retweeted a tweet that said, if Kyle Lowry had gone into this guy's office and pushed him, he would have been arrested. Yeah, which is the worst analogy of all time. I mean, the guy, the, the, I, I actually, somebody tweeted that to me. LeBron, like, LeBron, one of the things that is a flaw here is people treat LeBron like he's Confucius, right? I mean, the dude is. I would say probably of average intelligence in America. But Nothing he, has, against a, he him. has a high basketball IQ, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. According to okay. Him. <laughs> he's not Confucius. All right. He's not uh, Socrates. He's not sitting around on some throne of wisdom, able to dissolve. Uh, that's me, honestly. That's who I am. But LeBron is not sitting around like, like, oh, if LeBron decides to retire from basketball, do you know where we need to put him on the Supreme Court of the United States? Because he's the greatest judge that's ever existed of all time. That's an awful analogy. Well, imagine if he walked into his private office and walked all the way up to him at his desk and then shoved him, he would be arrested. That's not at all similar to what we had happen here. What this is similar to is if you were at a bar, right, if you want to take it outside of the world of sports, if you were in a bar 
and it was a crowded bar, and somebody fell into somebody else because it was you know like a crowded area. And then, like, there was, a, like, as part of that fall into the situation, somebody who was a little bit uh, associated with it shoved him too, right? Like, shoved him back. What would you do? Probably in a crowded bar, two guys shove each other, and then people are like, hey, you guys are idiots, and they separate up. There's no way that you would defend a guy who went full on and swung and threw a punch over that. You would think that guy was a hothead. You would think that that guy didn't make a good decision. But it's not like it's a private place of business. I don't know why people want fill the need to actually try and compare uh, a NBA basketball arena or a football stadium or something else to a private office setting. Yeah, if you broke into my office and then if you if you broke into my building and then you broke into my office and then you walked all the way up to me at my desk and shoved me, I would react differently than if we were in a crowded bar and we ran into each other. And somebody gave me a shove. It's crazy. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Who's the first caller? Let's start with the Outkick VIP line, Mike in Modesto. Mike in Modesto, what's up? Well, I want to say first, uh, props to you for your segment on D-Day yesterday. I agree with you 100% on that. Props to you. As far as what's going on, Eddie is right on the punishment. You're right on how to pay the fine. And I'll ask you, Clay, when is the media not hypocritical? And when does LeBron James not sound like a a guy with a high school education when he tweets? Thank you for the time, Clay. Yeah, look, I I think LeBron is entitled to his opinion. I don't think people are entitled to treat LeBron, like I said, like he's Confucius. The analogy of comparing this to somebody walking into an office and shoving somebody at their desk is patently absurd. I mean, think about it. If you have ever gone into an office building, would this be a different situation? If somebody goes into an office building where they don't belong, so they're trespassing, if they then get on an elevator right up to a floor, if they then walk into an office setting and then walk into someone's office and shove them there, that is fundamentally different. It's not remotely similar to what happened in this situation. If you want to analogize this outside of a sports arena, to me what this is like is like being in a crowded bar. If you've ever been in a crowded bar in your life, you have seen two guys end up shoving because one person bumps into another person. Sometimes that turns into a fight. Most of the time, two guys shove, and then they get separated, and things go on back to normal. So that's the context if you want to analogize this outside of a sports arena. I don't know why athletes feel compelled to compare themselves to people who have normal jobs. You're on stage, basically, on the basketball court. And as part of being on stage, sometimes you run off the stage and dive into someone else who's sitting there watching you. There's really not any comparison that makes sense in the entertainment arena. It's not like if you're at a Broadway play, it it happens very often that the actor just runs and suddenly dives into the the, uh, crowd right there with you. This can't happen in hockey because you got the, the, the wall up, the plexiglass. Can't happen in football because you're too far away. So basketball is unique in the way that they have the crowd right on top of you. Can't happen in baseball, really. The closest example in baseball would be when a ball's going towards the foul territory or towards a home run and a fan leans out over the field and interferes with the player's attempt to uh, to make the catch. And that happens somewhat regularly and sometimes controversially when they have to. We saw it last year in the uh, was the World Series that it happened in last year, right? Uh, I think down in Houston over what the exact uh, scenario was. Maybe that wasn't the World Series. I can't remember exactly. But certainly 
fan interference is something that people have to look at all the time. But that doesn't easily analogize to an office setting in any way. It doesn't even easily analogize to guys walking on the street. Uh, who's up next? Let's go to Craig in Ohio. Craig, what's up? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, two comments. I think the owner just obviously overreacted, but he sits in those seats all the time. And I think what happened was Lowry just went way too hard. He had no chance to get that ball, I don't believe. And he took out people that he really didn't need to. So I think the owner was like, come on, dude. You didn't need to do that. You didn't get the ball. And then the second thing is the media reacting to me differently. When Jim Acosta, I, I, I tried to compare this to something, and the only thing I could think of was with Jim Acosta at, at the White House kind of karate chopped the reporter who tried to take the mic back. And then they were all mad when they banned him for life. And they wanted to get him back in the door when all he did was just push his arm. And, you know, I think the owner just overreacted because Lowry had no chance to get that ball. Yeah, I, I, whatever happened with Jim Acosta, is he still banned for life from the, I don't know what the answer is from the White House, or did he get to go back? Not sure. I don't, I don't remember what happened there. But look, I mean, there's people like, oh, this is assault. Like, DBAP, all right? This is not assault, all right? There's no way that it's going to be prosecuted as a criminal offense. I, I don't understand the desire to victim be a victim. In a, maybe this is just generational for me. Like, suck it up and move on. I thought that Kyle Lowry's reaction was way too excessive here in general. Like, your team is winning. Guy shoves you. You know, flick him off if you want to. Do whatever you want. I mean, I'd be fine with that. But in the grand scheme of things, like, as if he was really wronged in a substantial way. I mean, come on. This is relatively minor in the grand scheme of things. And it was his reaction that turned this into a story. But... By far, I think the guy has made it right if he donates hundreds of thousands of dollars to Kyle Lowry's charity. I, I mean, that seems like actually a positive coming out of this and a decent resolution. Who's up next? All right, JJ in Washington State, but fair warning, Clay, he's had a couple of drinks this morning without us. Already? JJ, are you drunk? Drinks, Clay. Oh, you sound, yeah, okay. How are you doing tonight, though, man? I'm doing well. How are you, JJ? I'm, I'm good, man. So what do you think should happen? About what? You talking about game four? <laughs> no, the Kyle Lowry shoving incident. Oh, man, you know, that was a bunch of bull crap. You know, like the Sonics got stolen, and then this happened now. Like I, 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 I tweeted you, I told you that uh, – a lot of crap has been happening since the Sonics left the NBA. Oh, so you think this goes all the way back to when the Sonics left Seattle? What what happened after Sean Kemp left Seattle? Gary Payton? I mean, that was in the 90s. Yeah, poor that. <laughs> Everything's been downhill in your mind in the NBA ever since the Sonics left Seattle. Man, hey, look, I'm not mad at OKC, but I'm upset with them because they tried to really take our championship and move it over there. Like, have you ever heard of OKC winning a championship? No. No, no. neither has anybody in Oklahoma City, unfortunately. Seattle never won a championship either. What? Seattle never? Oh, my God. Is that Coop? 
Who was that? I, I, Coop. That's that's, that's Roberto. Cool. Oh, that's Roberto. Been... Oh, the Raider Rob. Oh my goodness. What hey. have you been? Uh, what hey. have you been drinking tonight? Listen to me, Raider Rob. Yeah. Your Raiders are not going to win the championship this year. Yeah, I know that. A bold prediction. There. What? How yeah. do you know that? Are you are you a a, a meteor? A medium? <laughs> yeah, I'm a medium. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I know you guys are based in L.A., but Seattle listens to a lot of you guys' stuff, and a lot of the radio shows are based on what you guys talk about. Clay, you do a great job, bro. I appreciate that. I really do, JJ. You know uh, what I'm saying? You speak the truth, man. I appreciate that. Uh, what have you been drinking, by the way? What's the drink of choice? Well, I got my daughter here. I don't want to say too much, but I'm in drinking on the Rolling Rock. Roll, I, all right, Rolling Rock. I didn't know Rolling Rock still existed. Man, Which I'm rolling. Finest. I'm rolling right. right now. All right, JJ, I'm gonna let you go because we got to go to Jeff Shorts in a little bit. We may need a week. Right. Hey, but uh, I know this is nationwide. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, check this out, man. Seattle is going to ride, and we're going to get the championship this game. Or th- not this game, but this year, this season. The, the Mariners? Seattle Seahawks. Oh, the, the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Seahawks. I'm just letting you know right now. Hey, Clay, when we get yep. into the football season, we I want to talk radio. to you. And <laughs> you, tell you, Ben to quit playing with me. <laughs> Ben yeah. Maller, he want to keep playing and stuff, and you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah, okay, with them blah 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 blah. With me, we're going well speak, said, sir. Hey, sir. Well yeah. said, JJ. Got a deal. JJ bringing the heat oh, from Seattle. Really, I got to agree with him. NBA hasn't been the same since the Sonics left. Hadn't really thought about the fact that we might have a little bit of a jinx going on there. But uh, Jordan leaves the NBA. When we get back, we'll dive in. What are you going to do, shorts here, or are we going to go to him at the uh, top of the hour? What makes sense? We'll see what his schedule allows, yeah. Yeah, we'll see if JJ can come back, too. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Roberto playing this, sir, makes a lot to apologize to the city of Seattle here in the Geico Outkick Studios and JJ because they did win a title in 1979. Poor one out for the Sonics, although I don't think JJ wants to waste any alcohol. Uh, let's go to uh, Jeff Schwartz. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Fantastic. What do you think if uh, should happen to the uh, Warrior owner? Is a one-year suspension and $500,000 adequate? Well, the money is not adequate, obviously, right? I mean, the guy has plenty of money. Those don't really hurt hurt people like that. Right? I mean, it's, it's a write-off, basically. Um, the one-year ban, I don't know. I think that Larry should be able to hit him back next time. I mean, I think it would stop all of this if the athlete were just to hit the person back. I mean, it's plain and simple. If Larry were to hit him back, he would realize, A, how strong Larry is, even though, you know, he doesn't, you know, he is built pretty, pretty well for a point guard, but... Um, but he's small know, it, for an NBA player. Right, he's small for an NBA player. But the thing about it is people in these situations feel like they can get away with it, right? And they can because they know the athlete's not going to hit them back. They know the athlete in most times is not going to cuss at them back. And we've seen some instances where Russell Westbrook and other players have gone back after fans. And look, on, on the football field all the time, we, we cuss out fans. And, but there's a barrier, right? And and the barrier is there for a reason because we would hurt them. And same in, in the NBA. But fans know we're not going to make physical contact with them. And when you cross the line like that as someone sitting courtside who has a privilege to sit there, yeah, they pay for that privilege. I, I get all that. Um, but Lowry should just hit him back next time. I, I think that would solve all the issues. One time, it would happen one time 
and it did happen once in 2004 with the melee, which is a little excessive. But if you were just to shove him back or to, to deck him back, it wouldn't happen again. Um, I think that I, I'm, I wouldn't go so far as to say that the owner needs to be taking, you know, his ownership needs to be, sorry, a minority investor needs to be taken away. His investorship needs to be taken away. But, yeah. um, but so that's ridiculous, right? I mean, come on. Are, are we really, that's really a thing the NBA needs to work on is, is not calling owners owners. It, it, they're paying the players. They don't own the players. They own the team. I don't know why this is such a hard concept for the NBA to figure out. Um, but I would just not let him sit courtside ever again. I think that's that's he's lost that privilege of doing that. Yeah, I think that actually is better than the ban because in the ban situation, he can come back and sit courtside again in the future. If you just said, "Hey, you can no longer sit courtside. You have to go sit in a suite up by the you know the wherever you are, wherever the warrior owner suite is." Yeah. I think that actually is a is a better punishment than the uh, the one year ban. Uh, all right, Carson Wentz, massive contract that Carson Wentz signs. Is that a good move or a bad move by the Eagles in your mind? It's a good move because of his talent. I know, obviously, he's not finished the last two years uh, because of injury. His back is a problem. It's interesting. I was at my chiropractor's a couple weeks ago, and he's a big Giants fan, and we talk about um, you know NFC East a lot. And he's like, "Look, Carson Wentz's back is not good. He's like, it's it's if he gets hit in the wrong spot, it, he's going to be. It's not going to get like his actual injury. He said like won't get worse, but his entire back will tighten up to the point where he can't really play if he gets hit in like one exact spot. No, he might, he might not get hit in that one exact spot. Um, but nonetheless, the Eagles had to pay him because you'll get him cheap now. I know it's a lot of money, um, but in three or four years, if Wentz plays to his talent level, he's going to be a steal. The Eagles have done this for a long time now, paying players uh, earlier than expected, giving them a lot of money. But you keep your homegrown talent. We've seen throughout the NFL that typically you keep your own guys that you guys you drafted, developed. That leads to more success or more continued success uh, over the long run. And I'm fine with the deal. Um, you're paying for the potential. And if he can stay healthy, he's MVP caliber. We've seen him be MVP caliber. He would have won the MVP of the year he tore his ACL. Um, he just has to stay healthy. And the offensive line is back and ready to go. And I think they'll be fine. I, I'm fine with the deal. Um, it's just really interesting because you know Dak and Jared Goff, who are not as good as Carson Wentz, are now going to benefit from this. And then ultimately, Pat Mahomes is going to get like $40 million a year. Quickly, who wins tonight? How do you bet it? Warriors against the Raptors. You take Raptors plus five. Uh, I would even lean toward the Raptors on the money line, too, if you want to have some fun. But the under, I love the under. Under first, Raptors plus five, then Raptors money line. Outstanding stuff as always. Jeff Schwartz, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, go follow him on G-E-O-F-F-C-S-C-H-W-A-H-R-Z. That's too many letters. Anyway, you can go find him on Twitter. Uh, I'm Clay Travis. We come back final hour of the week. We're going to be joined by my guy Chad Withrow. We'll break down game four tonight, the craziness that happened in game five last night in the Stanley Cup finals, all that and more. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Over 300 AM FM affiliates nationwide, all 50 states. We appreciate all of you. Can listen on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM, Channel 202, Channel 218 out there, as well as the podcast. Let me tell you this, too, as we roll into the final hour of the week. I've got an incredibly entertaining, I think, if you are interested in sports media business. We have a new weekly podcast that we're doing that's podcast exclusive. Search out Clay Travis a new weekly podcast called Wins and Losses. 
And last week we had Jason Whitlock on there. And uh, if you like Jason Whitlock or are intrigued at all by how he ended up doing what he does, it's a really good in-depth conversation there. And then this week's guest is Shannon Terry. And Shannon founded 24-7 Sports uh, as well as Rivals, has sold each of those companies for over $100 million. How did he do that? How did he become one of the most successful sports media businessmen ever? Uh, we walked through his entire career, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy that. It is, uh, it's well done, and there are now weekly podcast exclusives. Again, you can't hear them anywhere on the radio, can't you know listen to them anywhere else other than through the podcast. So make sure you go download those. Make sure you listen. Um, I think you'll be entertained by them, particularly if, as is the case right now, it's coming into the summer holiday season. A lot of you are going to be out on uh, your the roads, driving long distances. You're looking for something to listen to. This is something that I think you guys will really enjoy. So search it out. Clay Travis, it's wins and losses. There are two big episodes up now. Uh, make sure you don't miss those if you enjoy this show. Uh, all right, several big stories that we are tracking across the universe of sports. First, let's start, for those of you waking up uh, across the nation, as many of you are right here at the start of Hour 3, with what happened in Game 5 between the Boston Bruins at home and the St. Louis Blues. We got the final call for the winning goal. The Blues come out, go up 1-0, stays one nothing for a long time, until there's about 10 minutes to go. There's a missed call. Should have been a call, should have been a power play for the Boston Bruins. Instead, the call isn't made, and this is what it sounded like for the St. Louis Blues. Bozak avoids a tripping penalty. Perron into the circle. Tried to center, they score! David Perron bounced it off the pad of Rask, and the St. Louis Blues take a 2-0 lead. O'Reilly against Bergeron. Bruins win it again. They slap it to the goal. Glove save. Puck knocked loose. Steen has it. Steen will clear. And you can bring out the Zamboni. The St. Louis Blues have won game five. A 2-1 to win in Boston. So they are now set up for the biggest hockey game ever to be played in St. Louis. Game six Sunday night between the Blues and the Bruins, the Stanley Cup will be in attendance. The Blues, who were the worst team in the NHL around January 1st, are now poised to have a chance to win the Stanley Cup at home. Eddie Garcia, how egregious was the missed call? Uh, it was pretty bad. And for people who don't maybe know hockey terminology, we call that a slew foot in hockey. It's one of the most dangerous plays in hockey because the player who gets his legs taken out from behind is completely defenseless and the player in question that for the Boston Nolachari hit the back of his head on the ice he had to leave the game as well so I'm not saying that Tyler Bozak did that on purpose uh, if he did he's one of the dumber players out there because it was a one goal game at that point um, I, it was reckless though on his part and it definitely was a penalty that should have been called I'm not sure how they missed it, but it led directly to a goal. Oh, yeah. And uh, obviously it was a big moment in the game. I'm not a uh, NHL uh, expert by any stretch of the imagination, not anywhere near close. But when it happened, I was like, oh, that's a power play. And it also is never a good sign when you do something in a sporting event and you immediately turn. And it was like he was already saying, hey, I didn't mean to do that. And nothing sure. happened. The official didn't make the call, but it was not a natural reaction even after that play by the Blues uh, player. 
it was you know already turning to plead his case on behalf of uh, of what had just happened. Now, if you are a Blues fan and you have been following hockey throughout, they were victim of an egregious missed call in Game Three, I believe, of their series against the San Jose Sharks when a clear hand pass occurred, uh, which allowed the San Jose Sharks to win a game in uh, sudden death. And so a lot of Blues fans probably reacting by saying, yeah, we might have gotten away with one there, but we had not necessarily gotten the benefit of the doubt earlier in uh, in our series against the Sharks. So we'll see what happens, whether or not the Blues can close it out, make one of the greatest comebacks in the history of sports if you look at how far they had fallen down the uh, the points total halfway through or a couple of months into the season in the NHL. They've been on fire. Jordan Bennington, don't want to take anything away from him. Having a hot goalie matters down the stretch, and he was uh, unbelievable. I mean, because the Boston Bruins put a lot more shots on him uh, than the Blues were able to put in the other direction, and uh, and he held up. So we'll see whether he can hold up in Game 6 or not. This is amazing because I think the Blues lost, what, 7-2 to two at home in their first home playoff game in Game 3. They've since come back to win Game 4 and Game 5 and now get an opportunity to close out the 2018-19 Stanley Cup season with a championship. The Stanley Cup will be in St. Louis, and we will see whether or not they can get it done. A couple of other big stories. Carson Wentz, you just heard us talking to Jeff Schwartz about this. Carson Wentz gets a big deal uh, from the uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles, four year extension to his existing two year deal puts him an average value of over thirty million dollars per year up there in the stratosphere with uh, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers as among the highest paid quarterbacks in all of sports. A big risk because uh, it's predicated on the idea that he is going to be able to come back from double season ending injuries and not continue to have those issues going forward. Uh, The Eagles obviously believe in Wentz, even though he hasn't finished the last two seasons that he's been playing for them. So that is worth keeping tabs on going forward. And, of course, we have got Game 4 going on tonight between the Raptors and the Warriors, and much of the drama surrounding this series has all been off the court, really. I mean, if you think about what the storylines have been in uh, this series for the NBA Finals, it's been... One, I think the biggest storyline from a league perspective, what are Kawhi and Kevin Durant going to do? Second biggest story has been what's going to happen with the injury status for Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Kevon Looney, all of the injuries that have afflicted the Warriors all at around the same time. And then the third biggest story is the totally off-the-court controversy, literally, involving a uh, owner's uh, a minority owner of the Warriors and the majority owner of the Warriors' wife. One majority owner's wife getting uh, blown up on social media because of Beyonce having a, a nasty face while she was passing a drink to Jay-Z. It's one of the craziest scandals ever. And then the, uh, the bigger story uh, that has led to a one-year suspension uh, and ban, whatever you want to call it, as well as a $500,000 fine is the reaction that ensued between uh, Kyle Lowry and this owner when Lowry went into the stands in Game 3 and uh, there was a shove. I actually think this is fine. Uh, the overall penalty to me fits the crime. If I were designing this, if I were Adam Silver, I'd probably ban the minority owner here from sitting courtside Going forward, he has to stay in a suite up in the stands, whatever else, however else you want to classify it. 
and I would fine him. I think the fine is definitely the right move here, and I'd make the fine go to Kyle Lowry's charity, let Kyle Lowry designate those dollars to go wherever he would like them to go. I think in the grand scheme of things, this is a relatively minor fracas that they got into, um, and I don't think we need to turn this into uh, the War of the Roses uh, of the NBA style and have this linger and go on forever. Um, and uh, I think it's probably put to rest with the way that Adam Silver responded. I think it's a good response. I think if he had banned this guy for life, that would have been ridiculous. It also would have set an uncomfortable precedent um, based on what exactly transpired here. But at the same time, you don't want to let the guy uh, have no consequences at all. I would have tended to focus, again, I think not allowing him to sit courtside is probably a good move. Uh, If you're reacting like that courtside, you probably are making a bad decision um, in general. And also, uh, there can be a positive that comes out of this, and that's that the guy's going to donate a substantial sum of money to Kyle Lowry's charity. Let Kyle Lowry designate that to to wherever he thinks it uh, would make the most sense. Look, and you're also talking to a guy who doesn't have uh, a lot of sympathy for exaggerated senses of victimization here. I don't think this was a big deal in the grand scheme of things. I think Kyle Lowry overreacted in the context of turning it into a huge story in the context of the game itself. Um, I think he could have just brushed it off and continued to play. But as a result of his reaction, he's going to get a substantial sum of money for his charity. So no harm, no foul. I think that is the adequate resolution. I'll get you some uh, gambling picks here from the crew when we finish off uh, the show in the final segment. We'll all circle back around. The Warriors right around a five-point favorite with Clay Thompson planning to come back. In case you didn't know, it appears that Kevin Durant will not be back and may not play for the entirety of the series. To me, the biggest storyline now that you have to figure out going forward is who's going to be able to play for the Warriors. If the Warriors get Kevin Durant back at some time and he's relatively healthy, if they get Clay Thompson back and he's relatively healthy, maybe even now they're saying Kevon Looney might be able to come back. If they're able to kind of bandage this mash unit and get him back on the court, the Warriors are a more talented team than the Toronto Raptors. If they win game four, then I think the favor swings back in favor of the Warriors because the way this is set up, guys, they don't play again until Monday, and then they don't play again until Thursday, and then they play Sunday. So this, first of all, this series has lasted forever. The first game of this series was played Thursday, May 30th. And if it goes to seven games, the final game will be played on Sunday, June 16th. So we're talking about a 17-day series uh, during which time they would have played seven games. It goes on forever. But that means that you've got a Monday, Thursday, and Sunday potential setup for games going into next week. So that is worth uh, paying attention to. There still is substantial time for Kevin Durant or Kevon Looney or whoever it is to recover from their injuries and be ready to play by the time we get back to Toronto in Game 5. We'll see what happens. I tend to think now, if I were betting, if Durant's not going to play in Game 4, I tend to think that he's not going to play at all in this uh, this series. And if that happens, then you really need – Clay Thompson to come off and uh, and be on fire when he comes off the bench starting tonight and we'll be watching we'll be talking about it on Monday but in the meantime we're going to be joined by my guy Chad Withrow as we are typically every Friday up next this is outkick the coverage with Clay Travis 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Joined now by my guy, Chad Withrow at Withrow Zone. Uh, Withrow, you rooting for the Raptors or the Warriors in this series? Clay, you know how you kind of start watching a sporting event, and as you're watching it, you realize who you're rooting for? Sometimes you go in completely indifferent, and you don't know. It's just natural. Your feelings start leaning one way or the other. I went into the series thinking I was going to be rooting for Toronto to win this series, and as it's gone on, I am all in on Golden State. Screw Canada. Uh, that's kind of my uh, my thinking right now as I watch this series. I'm all for Golden State. There was something about 
the way they played the other night, even in losing, and watching Steph Curry just kind of be Steph Curry again and have to put forth that level of effort being the guy on that team and the only guy on that team uh, that made me want to root for Golden State again. So I, I'm hoping the Warriors uh, can win tonight and win this series. 75% of my audience, when I polled them, were rooting for the Raptors. And that wasn't necessarily that they're rooting for the Raptors as much as I think they're rooting against Golden State. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who don't like the Warriors, but I'm with you. I, I enjoy watching the Warriors. I would rather see Steph and company win than I would uh, see the Raptors win. Do you think that the Warriors will win tonight? Clay Thompson theoretically coming back, but otherwise, Kevon Looney still out, Kevin Durant still out. Uh, this is a must-win game for the Warriors. I think they do because if, if I if I think they're losing this game, I, I think they lose the series. I mean, the series is over. Yeah, oh yeah, um, I don't. I, don't I think they lose I, I don't in think five. Kevin Durant, yeah, I don't think Kevin Durant's coming back at all. Um, so if they can't win tonight at home, I, I think that's that's game set match for Toronto. So yeah, I think Golden State wins tonight. You know, my biggest question is well, what level is Clay Thompson at? Is he at seventy percent? Is he at ninety five percent? Uh, when he comes back, so that's that's the big question mark for me. But um, but no, I'm I'm certainly pulling for Golden State. You know, it's funny too about your audience, Clay, and 75 percent in the polling rooting for Toronto. You know, when the Toronto Blue Jays beat the Atlanta Braves in 1992, how many American fans were pulling for Toronto, even if they were fans of the rivals of the Atlanta Braves? And I think that says a lot. You know, about Canadian teams and kind of how we view them, no one really cares that Toronto's in Canada. They're just sort of indifferent. It's not like you're rooting for the American team. You're not rooting for Gold State because they're in America. There's not as many fans like that, American sports fans. And I think a part of that is the individualism of, of the NBA. You know, we don't really see the Raptors as Canadian. And I know there's only one Canadian player on their team, but it's such an individual sport that even though Toronto is Canada's basketball team, I don't think a lot of American sports fans really view them as anything but a collection of guys from all over the place because the NBA is so individual-driven and you've got so many fans who pull for individual players over teams that we don't really view Toronto as Canada's team. We just view them as Kawhi Leonard and, and a bunch of guys. Yeah, I think that's true. I also think a lot of people don't think of Canada as a foreign country. I mean, because it feels more like America's top hat than it does anything else. I mean, it's not like uh, if you go into Canada, the world is completely different up there. But the fact that it's majority American players, I think, also factors in. I, I still thought there would be some jingoism it, it, out like there. The Moscow, it's like the Moscow Raptors, right? I mean, that's, right, or you know, the women's, world, American the women's World Cup starts today. And, uh, and, you know, like, it's not like it's tennis, by the way. Nadal and Federer is going on right now for people out there who are interested in this in the semifinals. Nadal won the first set 6-3, and uh, we'll see what happens in the second set here. Might be the last time, really, that Federer and Nadal ever play against each other. Um, if you are up early this morning, that is going on uh, right now. I'm not even sure what station that game is, uh, what, where they play. Where, where does the French Open Play. Do you know what's what television network is that? TNT? I believe NBC. And I don't even know. Unless it's on NBC Sports Network. All right. So anyway, that's going on right now. Uh, but the Women's World Cup starts today, and I was going to say in response to that, there's a lot of you root for nationalism, right? Like you root for your individual team when it gets into Olympic style, World Cup style. I don't really think it plays as much of a factor in something like 
uh, the NBA. All right, let's pretend that we've been talking about this a lot during the course of today's show. Uh, let's pretend that you are Adam Silver and you have to make a determination based on this minority owner of the Warriors who has shoved Kyle Lowry. What's the appropriate punishment to Levy in this situation? I think you just you make sure that he's not in any other NBA Finals games and you just find the hell out of him. I mean, he's a super rich guy that's a minority owner. So you give him you know, a hefty fine that's really not that big of a deal to him. You make a statement and say, hey, we're not going to stand for this. And you uh, you take him out of the arena for the rest of this uh, this series, and then I think you've, you're done with it at that point. I mean, this story is going to go away so quickly. I mean, Clay, you know how the news cycle works. We're going to forget about this by the time this, the NBA Finals is wrapping up. To me, that's that's the way to go about it. Uh, I, I think we'll forget about it by the time the game tips off, unless uh, unless somebody else gets shoved in the crowd. Um, and uh, and something crazy happens there because the storyline will become whatever happens in Game 4. And that's one of my lessons that I always say for media and companies out there. If Basically, you just need 24 hours for a story to disappear. And companies and people get so worried about that 24-hour news cycle that they feel compelled to respond. But everybody's always on to the next thing. Uh, there's always a next story, and it's very rare that these things linger for substantial periods of time. Uh, all right, on top of uh, on top of that, Game Four going on. Did you watch any of Game Five last night between the Blues and the Bruins? I did. I saw. I saw a good bit of it. So, what about that call? Like, I mean, look, I'm watching because I got money on the on the Blues, and so I want them to end up winning the series. But doesn't it seem like the NHL? Like uh, has got and has had an awful lot of calls this postseason that have been incredibly questionable in t- and and not only incredibly questionable, very substantive in terms of the outcome of the games. Yes, I, I think way more so than usual. Clay, you're spot on. Uh, we've seen more controversy in this, and, and I think hockey is kind of a sport that lends itself to not a lot of controversy with calls because there's such a, a gray area at times. You know what's what's roughing. Uh, what's boarding at times? What's you know this? What's that? Oh, was it was it inadvertent contact on the trip? But we have seen some just blatantly obvious missed calls, like the tripping last night, uh, that have really gotten in the way of some of these games, which is which is certainly rare. And you know, I don't know just that the officiating is so much worse this year in the Stanley Cup playoffs, or if we're just seeing it more. I, I don't know what the cause of it is, but we've definitely had some pretty ugly incidents that last night led to. A, pretty ugly scene in boston with the fans oh no did you see the brawl inside the stadium of the of the bruins oh, fans unbelievable. The, the best part of the brawl inside the stadium Clay, i don't know if you caught this about halfway through the brawl the pa inside the, the, the arena in boston was playing the stone cold steve austin theme music <laughs> as they're fighting it was the glass breaking and as they're falling over the state of the seats the, the glass shatters and the stone cold steve austin theme from the wwe days starts playing in the arena i'm like boy this is perfect I mean, that was a full-on brawl. That wasn't yeah, like two I, guys shoving. I mean, that, I don't know how many guys got involved there, but that's like seven or eight people at least in the upper decks of the Bruins arena. It was amazing like how long it lasted, too, before the one fat security guard started coming up the stairs and yelling, up, hey, hey. Yeah. They started getting to the middle of it. The best part of it, too, was, and I don't know who, uh, you know, obviously it was a fan on their phone filming it, but the cinematography – of the guy filming it on his phone, you know, he's looking down at the guys fighting, 
spilling over the chairs, over the seats. And then he scans to his left right as the other guy is, like, squaring off with some guy walking up towards him on the stairs. So then that part of the fight breaks out. And then suddenly they both join the melee. They're both on top of each other in the seats. Uh, I was, uh, I, I, as you can tell with my play-by-play, I've seen the thing about 15 times already. It was, it was Scor- a Scorsese would be impressed with the cinematography that this guy brought to bear uh, in the, uh, really the Bruin Bravo. Um, are you, will you watch the Women's World Cup at all? Yeah, I'll watch a little bit of it. I, I, I love anything that, um, and I, I saw you post your videos, Clay, from your trip to, to Normandy, which I, I loved. It was really cool yeah. to see. I'm for anything that's America. <laughs> Like yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for this is our America team. versus the world. Yeah, and in anything, I'm a sucker for this is our team versus this country's team. Uh, so yeah, I'll be watching the Women's World Cup. So uh, the Women's World Cup, I think, starts today, and it'll be going on for a month. Uh, and you just mentioned the the D Day impact. I know you're you uh, like to get involved in history too. We talked a lot about the 75th anniversary of D Day yesterday on this show. Can you imagine? I mean, I, I just the like I I am blown away by the idea of an eighteen or nineteen year old kid suddenly being in the military and training to go overseas. I I think that today's day and age, the world feels smaller than it ever has before because we're able to connect technologically in a way with anyone around the world. Right? So many people have iPhones; you can FaceTime anywhere around the world. Uh, everybody's got Wi-Fi. Uh, the ability to connect has never been greater. But 75 years ago, a lot of these guys who go into fight for the United States have never been outside of their state, right? Like, that would not be uncommon. And next thing you know, you're on a ship, because most of them got shipped over, going all the way across the Atlantic Ocean. And then on D-Day, you're either parachuting in or there's just a, 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 a you know, like a one of the, your boats like drops a, an opening and suddenly you're just walking out getting shot. I, I can't even comprehend it. I mean, it's utterly unbelievable. It, it's, it really is incredible to think about, you know, 1944 and it, the, the, the soldiers that were that young getting ready to go do that. I mean, Clay, think about us at 18, or anyone out there listening. Think about yourself at 18. My or your kids. My step was driving three hours to go to Knoxville to go to a dorm and live on my own for the first time. And that, and that, that was a huge so step. impactful in my life. Yeah, yes. that, that was a huge step. And now think about 18, you're going to hop on a ship and go fight Nazis. Uh, and you're going to storm a beach. And you're going to climb a big hill. And you're going to face machine gun fire. I mean, it is, it's incredible. And it's also the last war that wasn't controversial at all. You know, it was the, it was the last war where it was the a last good war. war effort in this yeah. country. Yeah, absolutely. So you know that the, the soldiers weren't conflicted necessarily in terms of good versus evil, like other young people that have gone to Vietnam or whatever other wars. Uh, but it's just, I, I can't even, I can't even imagine. I think if you really sit down and think about it, like, you know, some people are like, oh, well, I'd do this and that. You have no clue how you'd react to that because it's impossible to even fathom that type of step at 18 years old. And I'm in awe of all of our men and women in uniform, but especially thinking back on D-Day and what all that was like. I mean, it is, it is, it's, it really is incomprehensible. And, and like I said yesterday on the show, being able to actually see the terrain and look out and see what, uh, what, 
you know, it was like from those bluffs to think about walking into the fire. It's amazing that anybody survived at all. I mean, when you actually look at it and think about how overwhelming that experience had to be, but the sheer bravery that had to be involved in it is just kind of, it's off the charts. Uh, all right, so as well, we head it, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say, well, I was going to pivot from D-Day, but you want to dive into D-Day one more oh, comment? Oh, yeah, yeah, one, one other thing. Uh, required viewing for people who are interested in D-Day, obviously Saving Private Ryan and the opening sequence there. I'd also say the, the Band of Brothers. I haven't There's watched it, but I've heard it's incredible. It's it's really good. I'm not saying watch the whole series. I think it's episode two or three though, uh, where they actually it's it's the it's the airborne that comes in and parachutes before D Day, the, the, the night before D Day, the start of yeah. the aerial assault. Uh, so it shows it from a different perspective. I, I would definitely say watch this. Clay, I've also been reading up a lot on Operation Bodyguard. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but there's Operation Overlord, which is obviously the Normandy invasion. Operation Bodyguard was a deception campaign where the U.S. put out false signals that they were going to land at different places in their invasion. Oh, yeah. And the Germans actually thought they were going to land in Norway. And then there was another one that was in the south of France. There were actually soldiers on ships that were just decoys that were stationed there. Now, can you imagine if you got that assignment as opposed to D-Day? I started immediately thinking about the soldiers that found out, oh, you're going to be on this ship in Norway, and you're actually not going to storm the beaches of Normandy. Or not be a part of the invasion. I mean, just think. But about they probably the didn't know. Went to Normandy versus the other ones. Yeah. Now they, I'm sure they also fought, and I'm sure they saw a lot of action during World War II. So it's not like they completely dodged anything. But to know that, oh, this is where you're going to go, and this is what's going to happen. You're right. They may have not known. They may have told them you're going to you're going to invade here, but that that wasn't the main invasion point. But it's a fascinating story about the level of deception the U.S. went through to try to fool the Germans as to where they were going to land. The book, by the way, that the television series is based on, I have read. I think Stephen Ambrose wrote it. Uh, Band of Brothers is a book, too, and it's phenomenal. And that kind of goes to how amazing this thing was. One of the more amazing details that I read, and there's a lot of them in in that book, is that and those guys were in the 101st, uh, you know, airborne, you know, uh, department, you know, the famous 101st, Uh, and they when they started training. Most of those guys who decided we're going to be paratroopers had never been in an airplane, ever. So first of all, the decision to be a uh, paratrooper was wild. But even wilder was, for many of them, even most of them, the first time they ever went in an airplane was when they were doing a training exercise to jump out of the airplane. So think about how wild that is, whoever you are out there. Think about how crazy it what felt for you the first time you got onto an airplane and how nervous you were. And that's a commercial airline flight that is going wherever it's going. Getting on an airplane for the first time is really scary. Those guys got onto an airplane the first time, took off, first time they'd ever been in the air, and they jumped out with parachutes. I mean, that's unbelievable. Clay, you need to watch this, especially if you've read the book. And I'll, I'll tie into something else. I know you're watching. You watch Billions, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Bobby Axelrod is played by Damian Lewis, who's a British actor. He's the star of Band of Brothers. He oh yeah, plays, uh, he plays the the commanding officer. Of so they all filmed the this guy. before before too. he did uh, before he did whatever the the Homeland. Yeah, this was this was before Homeland. So he's he's a young guy in it also, but he's slightly older than the you know eighteen to twenty two year olds 
that he's commanding in, in his troop. But he, he plays a real-life guy. And it's really cool because each episode starts with the old guys that were actually involved in this, and then it ends with the old guys talking about it in, in an interview. And then by the end of the series, the one of the most powerful parts, they reveal who each character was. So you don't know who lived and died, obviously, watching the, the miniseries. But by the oh, end, wow. you see the old versions of the actors. And they like, they show their names as they're talking about it in the end, which is really, really cool and well done. That's awesome. Well, uh, have a good weekend. Appreciate you joining us. Go find Withrow at Withrow Zone on Twitter. You can listen to him on 104.5 The Zone uh, in Nashville as well. Good stuff, my man. Thanks, Clay. Uh, final segment of the week up next, Game 4 NBA Finals. What is at stake? We obviously know the Warriors are trying to tie it up 2-2. But in a larger context, what does it tell us about where Kawhi might go and where Kevin Durant might go? I'll tell you next on OutKick. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Montel Jordan bringing us back. Final segment of the week. Appreciate all of you who have supported OutKick. Continue to support OutKick. Let me let you know. Satellite radio crew, 202-218. We're still on. They just had a different name tag associated with it. So for everybody out there who's blowing me up asking about satellite radio, I'm told we're still on XM202 and Sirius 218. It just looks differently. Certainly, we thank all the 300 AM FM affiliates out there. Across all 50 states as well. You can always stream us on the iHeartRadio app as well as FoxSportsRadio.com. We are here in the Geico Outkick Studios. A little bit of an update for you from a gambling perspective. After the Blues won last night, the Blues are now minus 300 to win the Stanley Cup. The Bruins plus 250. The Bruins obviously have to go on the road and win game six. Then they have to come back home and win game seven. So if you are paying attention to that storyline, again, the Blues minus 300, the Bruins plus 250. So we will see what ends up exactly transpiring there. Um, but in the meantime, most of the attention pivoting towards game four of the NBA Finals back in Oakland. This could be the final game for Oracle Arena where the uh, where the Warriors have had such a dynasty rolling. If, in fact, this is the final game in Oracle then that would mean that the Raptors are going to close this thing out in five and they would end it in game five. Otherwise, game six would still happen. But that would require that the Raptors win game four and game five. I don't think that's going to happen. From a gambling perspective, I am on the Warriors tonight. My favorite bet in this game is the over 17.5 points for Klay Thompson. But the game itself is almost secondary to the implications that could arise from the game itself. And let me explain. The story larger than the actual series at play here is, how does this impact NBA free agency? Because right now, we already know either the Raptors or the Warriors are going to win the title. What does this mean about what the NBA could look like come July 1 when free agency arrives? First of all, I think that Kawhi is going to stay in Toronto now. I think he has seen enough from the Raptors to be aware that the Raptors are better than just about any team he could go play for anywhere else in the NBA, particularly given they're still in the Eastern Conference. And what we've seen from Pascal Siakam as he is evolving as a player, if I'm Kawhi Leonard, I start thinking, man, this guy could be the Scottie Pippen to my MJ. That's how good of a player he's becoming on the basketball court. So I think Kawhi Leonard has seen enough that he is going to re-up with the Toronto Raptors. And in fact, that is what the offshore betting markets are telling us now is the most likely to happen there. What about Kevin Durant? 
Kevin Durant, to me, it seems likely, may not play at all in this series now. But I think that the reaction has shifted substantially from the Warriors are better without Kevin Durant to just about every basketball player on the planet now would acknowledge that the Warriors are much better with Kevin Durant and, in fact, they may need him to win the series. And certainly that's going to be the storyline if the Raptors come out and win game four because then there's the slim possibility that Kevin Durant could come back in game five and lead the Warriors back from a 3-1 series deficit. But if Kevin Durant can't play tonight, and he's not, why do you think he's suddenly going to get on an airplane, fly all the way to Toronto, and be able to play in Game 5? I don't buy that either. I think if Kevin Durant's going to come back at all, it would be for Thursday's Game 6 back in Oakland if it's necessary, and then potentially that he could play in Game 7 as well, but we will have to see exactly what transpires here. I think that Kevin Durant is going to stay in the Bay Area. I think the way that this story has shifted from Kevin Durant having to defend himself and tell everybody, hey, I really matter on this team, to watching the way this series has played out already, I think Kevin Durant, looking over at what's happened in New York, thinking that Kyrie Irving may now be going to Brooklyn because they've cleared up some space, I don't think that Kevin Durant, if he's making an intelligent decision, wants to LeBron James himself and maroon himself with a big brand team like the Knicks on the East Coast, like LeBron has done with the Lakers on the West Coast. So I think Kevin Durant is going to stay in the Bay Area. I think now all the tea leaves are pointing to Kyrie Irving going to go play for Brooklyn. I think that Kawhi's staying in Toronto And the end result of all this talk about how this was going to be an offseason where everything could change in free agency may well be that nothing really changes and we circle back around to what's going to happen with Anthony Davis as being the only real drama that's going on in the NBA. That's all potentially going to be resolved, I believe, by what happens in this series between the Warriors and the Raptors. But I really believe that the way it's played out makes it far more likely now that Kawhi stays in Toronto and that Kevin Durant stays in the Bay Area. But tonight, the Warriors get it done. They tie the series up at two games apiece. I also think the Blues win on game six and get it done in St. Louis. Those are the big sporting events going on this weekend. Appreciate all you listening to OutKick. We'll be back with you on Monday, breaking down all these stories and more. Thanks to all of you. Hope you have spectacular weekends. Check out the Wins and Losses podcast with Shannon Terry and Jason Whitlock. This is OutKick. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.